everyone. Uh, welcome, welcome to Capes and Japes. Uh, I'm Olivia. And I am Elion. Um, and you are joining us for our, uh, final Villaintober episode of the season. You scared me for a second. I was like, oh god. For our final episode, <laughs> the show's over. I was like, Olivia, we haven't talked about this. What's wrong? <laughs> Uh, no, our, um, our final episode of Villaintober, um, as, uh, October comes to a close, uh, Halloween is very soon, um, but before it ends, we have, uh, one more villain to talk about, and that is Venom. Venom. <laughs> um, it is going to be very hard, um, for me to get through this episode, and, um, not constantly um be uh bursting into the Eminem song from the credits of the Tom Hardy Venom movie that just goes like Venom 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 <laughs> Um it's the greatest song ever written. Um and every time I say the word Venom, that's uh what my brain does. Um Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but we are. Um, we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna talk about Venom. Uh, which is, you know, we've done a lot of. Uh, a lot of this villain tober has been uh, villains of some uh, anti-heroic capacity, uh, which I think is just part of like uh, the deal. Where a lot of time, if you have. Uh, an antagonist, and they're popular enough, and they're around for long enough, uh, eventually you start to be like, okay, what else can we do with this guy? Maybe they should, uh, be a good guy for a bit. I mean, it's, um, it is pretty compelling. It's pretty good stuff. I'm pretty into it every time. Um, you either die a villain, or you live long enough to see yourself become an anti-hero. <laughs> or um, you're just a wildly popular villain that people like for probably the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know, no names mentioned, but whatever. Somebody, Venom was the uh, blockbuster film last October, and the blockbuster film this October was, you know, a guy who's not that great. Anyways, um... Uh, my friend, as my friend T said... The Hee Hee Ha Ha Man movie. Yeah. God, he's so funny. <laughs> Every time I see them on Twitter, I'm like, God, that's funny. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Venom is one character who I think is, um, I don't know, out of everyone we've done this month, I think Venom is, uh, the most well-known for their, you know, more, uh, morally ambiguous kind of anti-hero tendencies. Um, although they're still definitely, you know, very famous as, uh, a member of the, the Spider-Man rogues gallery. Um, the, it's also weird talking about Venom, because usually when you're talking about the character Venom, you're kind of talking about two people. <laughs> um. You're talking about the host. And the symbiote. Yes. yes. 
which collaboratively uh make venom um but uh it it it, it gets confusing but we'll work through it um another thing that's very confusing uh is venom's creation uh as a character <laughs> um because like and again this is absolutely not unheard of uh in comics a lot of comic book characters have like contention over like uh who gets the rights to having created them like who contributed what when um that's nothing new uh venom is like there's a, a special degree of weirdness uh with venom um Partly because there were, like, a lot of different, uh, creative, a lot of different, like, people passed the ball around a lot, because at first it was, like, uh, a Spider-Man costume, and then the Spider-Man costume was, uh, you know, an evil alien, and then the evil alien went and bonded to a different guy, um, it's like, who gets credit for each of these things? Uh, apparently, um... A Marvel Comics fan, uh, from Illinois named Randy Schuler, uh, wrote into Marvel with the idea that Spider-Man should get a new costume, um, that's, like, kind of, uh, sentient, and maybe it causes some problems. Um, and Marvel's editor-in-chief, Jim Shooter, said that was a great idea, and sent him a check for $220. <laughs> Man. Uh, and that was it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Um, it's like, and this is, like, this is one of those stories that, like, I felt like had to be made up. But, like, from all of the sources I checked, like... It seems to be true. Um, wild. Like it, it's it's extremely wild. Um, and apparently this guy, like he, like wrote back and forth with Marvel a couple times, like trying to like pitch like a proper script, and like uh, they weren't really into any of it, and then it petered off, and then like a year later, he was you know reading his favorite comic of Spider Man. He was like, hey, hey. Hey! Hey! Hold on! Wait a second! They did use my thing! No wonder they sent me that check. Yeah. I thought they just Um, appreciated my good idea. Um, what if every time you had a good idea, somebody just gave you $220? Buddy, I still wouldn't have any money. (laughs) Oh, you and me both. Um, also, uh... John Byrne says that he, like, came up with an idea for, like, Iron Fist to have, like, a self-healing, uh, costume, uh, and then, like, other people were later like, hmm, we could use that, um, but, uh, whatever. So, the initial event, uh, that led to the existence of Venom, um, was in, uh, what, uh, like, the mid-80s, um, during the Secret Wars, uh, crossover, um, 
which was a um, big, 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 big crossover event where um, a bunch of different Marvel heroes and villains all got uh, teleported to this place called Battle World, and they all had to fight each other. Um, and basically this existed uh, because Marvel wanted uh, to sell toys, um, and uh, toy companies were like, well, it'd be easier to do if you just had, like, all of these characters, like, together. Um, like, if there was a way that, like, you could market, like, all these characters in one place. Um. <laughs> uh, Battle World. Yeah. They just fight. <laughs> they all fight. Um, and, uh, you know, what's another good thing to sell toys? Uh, new costumes, so that you have to buy, you know, you buy, uh, original Spider-Man, and you buy the new black and white Spider-Man. Um, yeah, so, um, as, uh, part of, uh, part of this thing on, uh, Battle World, uh, during one of these stories, uh, Spider-Man's costume gets, uh, all ripped up. And, uh, Thor and the Hulk say, oh, uh, in the, the, like, headquarters, there's, like, a machine that will just, like, generate, uh, clothing for you. You just have to, like, think it, and it'll make you new costume. And, uh, Peter goes, oh, that sounds rad. Uh, walks into the room, sees, uh, this weird floating orb, goes, like, that must be what it is. Um... And then, you know, uh, touches this orb and ends up with a shiny new black and white costume. So he wasn't wrong. Like, it did give him a new outfit. It wasn't the thing they were talking about, however. Um, this orb, uh, was in fact a, uh, a containment, um, for a, uh, symbiote. Um, which is a, um, uh, they are a race of, uh, alien beings, uh, from the planet Clintar, um, that, uh, survive by, uh, as the, as the name would suggest, uh, binding with a, um, uh, host being, um, and, you know, influencing them, having partial control over them, depending on, like, what the dynamic is, um, giving them, uh, super abilities, and then, uh, surviving off of their, uh, increased adrenaline, I think, until ultimately the host dies. Um, and, uh, Venom was, uh, one of these beings, uh, not originally known as Venom on, uh, its home planet. I don't, I don't think they have, like, names that they, like, call each other by. Um, but, uh, he, uh, uh, the original backstory is that, uh, he was like, hey, guys, what about uh, instead of doing this thing where you, uh, latch onto this host body and you just, 
you know, feed off of its life force uh, until it dies. What if you attach to a host body and you form a committed partnership with them? And the two of you just helped each other out, and you existed like that forever. I mean, um, it's good, is the thing. The thing about it is it rules, um, and Venom's valid. Um, but the rest of the symbiotes didn't, uh, didn't like that. And they were like, well, uh, this one is clearly, uh, not well in the head. This is a, uh, defective symbiote. Um, so they, uh, imprison him on Battleworld to make sure that, uh, he doesn't, uh, pollute the rest of the gene pool with his, uh, wild ideas. Um. (laughs) Wild ideas of a more sustainable way of living. I know. Disgusting. Um, he all, um, at some point before this, I think they might, uh, they might retcon it this later. Um, at some point before he gets uh, trapped on Battleworld, he ends up uh, having a run-in with a um, with a Kree, um, and the Kree are like, "Oh, hey, we can maybe like use this thing uh, to try and uh, mimic the uh, the Skrull's shape-shifting abilities, and then we can infiltrate the Skrull because we're the Kree and we're fighting the Skrull because it's you know." That's, that's our constant thing. We are always <laughs> fighting the scroll. Um, so, um, this, uh, this, uh, he does, he does have, spend a little bit of time with this one Kree. Um, but it doesn't work out, and he ends up on Battleworld until, uh, his good friend Spider-Man finds him. Um, so, uh, this, uh, this, ha- nothing really happens on, uh, battle world i don't think uh that's concerning with this um uh but uh when peter gets back uh to earth and he's like do 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 fun adventure on battle world with my pals um i got a brand new uh cool costume uh it does like it does make me feel stronger um, and also it can, like, uh, like, shift to, like, mimic, like, regular street clothes, um, and it provides its own webbing, which, uh, that's, that's pretty wild, thanks, Battleworld, <laughs> um, and, uh, while he's, uh, back home, uh, wearing this costume, uh, he keeps, uh, inexplicably just, like, being exhausted all the time. Um, and he's like, what is going on? Like, why do I not feel rested? He go- he goes to bed at night, and then in the morning, he's like, I'm so freaking tired! Um, and he realizes, uh, that, uh... Werewolf. That he's a werewolf. Um... <laughs> Been out running around at night. <laughs> yep. Um... Uh, no, he realizes that, uh, while, uh, while he would sleep, um, this, uh, this costume would, uh, somehow just put itself on his body and, like, uh, pilot him like an exoskeleton, uh, to go, uh, 
beat the shit out of criminals uh, without Peter's consciousness. Um, and he's like, oh, whoa, okay, uh, goes to talk to one Mr. Reed Richards about it. Um, uh, Reed Richards is like, yeah, this, uh, this thing's alive. Uh, what you have here is actually an alien life form, uh, that looks like a costume. (laughs) Um, and Peter's like, okay, that's pretty crazy. Um, please take it off. (laughs) Please, uh, please take it off of me. Um, Peter, uh, ends up, uh, using, uh, Reed discovers that, uh, this, uh, this alien is, uh, like, repelled by, like, very loud, like, resonant noises. Um, so, uh, Peter ends up, uh, going to a church and using the church bell to, like, uh, forcibly, like, eject this alien from his body. What, Um, Reed couldn't have just hooked up a (laughs) boombox? Hey, let me just... (laughs) I think, I think what happens, I think they, they figure it out and he manages to, uh, like, like, Reed manages to get it off of him. Um, but then it escapes from the Fantastic Four and it goes to find Peter again and Peter's like, uh oh. Um Oh jeez, time to go to church. Time to find Jesus. Um Um But yeah, so he, he successfully uh gets rid of, of this uh this nasty alien. Um he does uh um he does keep using the black and white costume, like, after this, like, he makes, like, just a normal, like, fabric version of it, um, because he still thinks it looks cool, I guess, um, and, uh, he keeps using it until, uh, uh, Mary Jane gets, like, attacked by, like, the, uh, evil Venom, and she's like, hey, uh, I'm looking at this costume and I'm thinking about this, uh, scary alien man who attacked me and I don't like it. And Peter's like, you're right. I'll go back to the normal one. <laughs> back to my good old red and blue. The old Peter Parker, red and blue. Um, so, uh, uh, symbiote's off of Peter. Everything's good. Um, however... Dun dun dun. Oh, um no. uh unbeknownst uh to Peter, uh there was someone else in the church that day. Um the, Oh no. Um, was it Quasimodo? <laughs> it was Quasimodo. Um now we have a a venom with a beautiful singing voice. He was going um, up there like who's ringing that bell? It's not time for that. That's my job. Wrecking my shop. Come on, Spider-Man. Um, no. Uh, there was, uh, another person in the church that day. Um, and it was one Mr. Uh, Eddie Brock. Um, and this isn't, uh, this doesn't happen, like, initially when, uh, Peter gets rid of the symbiote. This is, like, a reveal, like, a couple years later that it's like, oh, 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 but did you know, uh, someone else was in the church? Somebody Um, was probably like, 
Man, that was a cool thing. I wish we had yep. that thing back. Wait a second. <laughs> we can do this. Um, yeah, this that's also where some of like the uh the contention comes in. Uh, where it's like, oh well, you know, they already have the idea for the alien, but like someone else came up with the idea to like fuse this alien to like a different person. So did like they create the character of Venom and like Todd McFarlane. Uh, designed him, but he, like, designed him based on this, like, other costume, so, like, who gets that credit? Um, and it's all very complicated, and people have had a lot of arguments about it. Um. Look, honestly, comics are a nightmare. <laughs> comics are just, they are just a, a big old mess. Um, but, uh, so, uh, the uh the story of uh Eddie Brock is uh created by uh David Michelini and uh Todd McFarlane um which uh is based on this and like another uh older not older but like another Spider-Man storyline from a few years prior um in uh in which Spider-Man, uh, defeats a villain, uh, called the Sin Eater, um, but, uh, which is, which is great because we love, uh, we love when Spider-Man defeats villains, um, but Eddie Brock is one person who was not happy about this, um, because he was a, uh, journalist and he was investigating, uh, the Sin Eater, and he thought he had, uh, tracked down, uh, the man who was, in fact, the Sin Eater, um, and he'd written this whole, like, you know, investigative journalism, like, exclusive interview with him, um, it was a big deal, uh, and then Spider-Man defeated the Sin Eater and, uh, was, it revealed that, uh, he was a different person, and the person who, uh, Eddie Brock had interviewed was just, like, a, uh, compulsive liar who just made up this story about, uh, being the supervillain. Um, and, uh, Eddie Brock is, uh, disgraced. His journalism career is over. Uh, he, his wife divorces him. Uh, all of his colleagues laugh in his face. Uh, he's reduced to just, uh, working in, uh, in, in tabloids, uh, and all of, all of that is very sad. Um, he does decide that this is Spider-Man's fault, which I feel is, I mean, I feel like out of all the people you could blame for this, Spider-Man would not be very high up on the list. Look, if Spider-Man hadn't revealed the Sin Eater, then nobody would have known that it was a different guy. I mean, that is technically true. I feel like there could be a lot of people who are much more directly responsible for this. Like the compulsive liar. <laughs> like the guy who lied about it. Or like the Sin Eater himself who probably deserves it more. Or like you know, all of your, like, colleagues who refuse 
to be like, oh, well, you know, that was an understandable mistake to make. It's okay. Let's get you back on your feet, buddy. You know, that's just sloppy journalism. You gotta check all your facts. You, you, you gotta, you gotta check your facts. But, like, I don't know, I think they maybe could have just, like, given him a, a, a reprimanding. Maybe, you know, like, uh, placed him on a, on a brief probation, uh, instead of <laughs> completely forcing him to, like, fire and just to, to quit the industry in disgrace. Um, but what do I know? Um, so, uh, he gets, uh, extremely depressed, hates Spider-Man, uh, takes up bodybuilding, which I think is just, like, uh, an in-story reason to be like, why is Venom so fucking jacked? (laughs) (laughs) This guy's a journalist, why is Venom huge? I mean, if, I, honestly, if you're going through a really rough time, why not work out? Yeah, why not take out some... Maybe if he, you know, just really kept at his workout regimen, um, it would have, uh, it would have ended up helping eventually, and he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't have gotten stuck with a, uh, an alien symbiote. Um, but it's okay, because he found love. <laughs> he finds love with a beautiful alien! Um, <laughs> so he, um... So, he's very upset, hates Spider-Man, he's, like, uh, severely depressed, wondering what he has to live for, uh, he goes to church in this desperate bid to be like, uh, you know, God send me a sign, um, and, uh, Spider-Man's up there having a fight with an alien in the bell tower, um, uh, rings his bell, uh, alien is repelled from Spider-Man and, uh, falls down to the the floor of the church where it finds another guy. And he's like, hey, get me in there. Hey, can I live with you for a bit? Yeah, can I just, uh... Hi, I'm recently homeless. I'm new in town. (laughs) Hey, come here often? (laughs) I am a symbiote. I hate Spider-Man. Um, but, uh, so, uh, Venom's sort of mad at Spider-Man. He, uh, picks up on this emotion, uh, from Eddie, um, bonds to him, um, the same way he did to Peter. Um, Eddie is, uh, understandably initially pretty freaked out, um. Yeah. Yeah, by, um, by this. Um, I'd be more worried if he wasn't. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, he's got this, uh, this spooky voice in his head. Um, people usually, they write, um, when they do, like, Venom speech bubbles, they write them in kind of, like, uh, a different outline with, like, a, you know, kind of like a weird font, and that's how you know that Venom has a spooky voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, he's got this spooky voice in his head. He's got a sudden uh, influx of superpowers. Um, He can, you know, uh, change his shape. Uh, He's 
extremely fast and strong and durable. Uh, he can, uh, shoot webs like Spider-Man does. Um, the reason it's given for, like, why, uh, Venom continues to, like, uh, look and behave like Spider-Man, even when he's not, uh, bonded with Spider-Man anymore, is that, uh, he imprinted on Spider-Man, um, very hard and, like, absorbed all of his powers. Like Um, a duckling. Like a duckling. Like a baby duckling. And then Spider-Man rejected him. Um, but, uh, so he, uh, he gets all these superpowers. Um, he, uh, has this new spooky voice in his head. Um, and, uh, he also, uh, uh, he gained all of these, uh, memories that, uh, Venom had. So he, like, uh, he knows Spider-Man's secret identity, and he knows all his loved ones, and, like, he knows all of this stuff about him. Um, so, uh, it's, it's a lot. Um, he, uh, he takes on, um, he, he starts going by Venom, um, as, uh, a reference to, cause he, like, uh, he's been working in all these venomous tabloids, um. I don't think that's a saying. <laughs> well, apparently it is, um, because he, uh, liked it so much he named himself after it. Um, the Wikipedia, I screencapped the Wikipedia sentence for this because it is, like, such a buck-wild way to describe this concept. Um, Brock took on the name Venom in reference to the sensationalistic material he was forced to traffic in following his fall from grace. <laughs> okay. I okay, mean, Eddie. Oh, all right. All right, buddy. Venom um, could also sense that he just... Oh man, this guy doesn't like Spider-Man. I'm also mad at Spider-Man. Also, he's dramatic. I'm dramatic. I think this will work out. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Um, so, um, he starts out, you know, uh, the first thing he does is, uh, try and, uh, destroy Spider-Man and ruin his life. Um, he, um, there's, like, a, like, a year or two before this concept is, like, properly introduced, um, where, uh, there's, like, a mysterious, uh, black figure, like, who, there's, um, like, uh, Peter, like, sees, like, a, a dark hand, like, pushes Peter in front of the train track, and he's like, whoa, what was that? That's so weird. My spider sense, like, didn't tell me that person was about to push me. Like, where'd they go? But they disappeared. Um, or then there's, like, you know, this, like, uh, spooky black figure outside Peter's apartment. Um, and this happens a few times before it's eventually, like, they do the, the Eddie as Venom reveal. Um, it does mean that on Eddie's Wikipedia page also, um, where it lists, like, first appearance, the first thing it says is, Hands that pushes Peter Parker in train tracks. Web of Spider-Man, number 18, September 1986. <laughs> Don't worry, like, 
That is Eddie's hand. Yeah, it's just like Eddie is like that like SpongeBob scene of him like pointing at the TV where you can see like the very top of his head. <laughs> That's me. me. Um so um he tries uh he tries to kill uh Spider-Man a few times. He tries to kill, you know, uh like Spider-Man's loved ones. Um he um he ends up he gets uh arrested a couple times like uh that venom gets arrested and then like uh eddie and the symbiote are separated uh and then the symbiote keeps like uh finding eddie and breaking him out of prison because <laughs> it loves him um don't worry eddie i got you I got all right you. let's go um at one point, uh, during one of these, uh, breakouts, the, uh, Venom leaves behind, like, a, uh, like, a, 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 a spawn of himself. Symbiotes, like, reproduce asexually. Um, representation. Um, <laughs> um, so he, like, uh, leaves behind, like, a Venom offspring, uh, that, uh, ends up bonding to a, uh, serial killer named, uh, Cletus Cassidy, who becomes the, uh, supervillain known as Carnage, um, who is, uh, the archenemy of Venom, like, also a Spider-Man enemy, but, um, is basically just, like, oh, Venom, but, like, more evil. (laughs) Um. Venom, like, god, I hate my terrible child. (laughs) God, I hate my son. He's disappointed me so badly. Um, A serial killer? Really? Come on, Carnage. Shouldn't have named you Carnage. <laughs> that was my mistake. Um, in uh, 1993 um, is when we get, I think, the first Venom, like, uh solo title, um, which is a mini-series, uh, called, uh, Venom Lethal Protector, um, which starts out with, uh, Venom reaching a tentative truce, uh, with Spider-Man, which they do, like, a few times, like, uh, throughout Venom's existence. Like, at one point, uh, like, Peter helps save, uh, Eddie's ex-wife, and he's like, oh, okay, well... I guess I can be cool with Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it, uh, it starts out with, uh, with Venom, like, okay, we, we Venom, we, the Venom Collective, um, both of us have made a deal with Spider-Man that, uh, we are not gonna do any crimes, and we're just gonna leave each other alone. Um, so, they moved to San Francisco, and, uh, it's like, okay, so we're not gonna do crimes. We can, like, kill criminals, right? Is um, murder a crime? Is murder a crime if the person you're murdering, uh, did crime? Think about it. Um, so this is, uh, this is the, uh, pretty much the foundation of, like, uh, Venom's career as sort of, like, uh, 
an uh an edgy vigilante um because it's like you know it's the early 90s we love edgy vigilantes um i do like i like um i like the venom version of this a lot more than i like uh the punisher version um because venom's just kind of like feral (laughs) (laughs) like venom's just sort of just like a a nasty alien who wants to eat brains but like sometimes he's like okay i will eat the brains of people who have done crime don't worry i'll eat just the criminals it's fine it's fine look Um, if i gotta eat i might as well eat the bad people that the punisher would have come and killed anyway and he doesn't even eat them he doesn't he just he just wastes them what's the point Um, it it reminds me of my cat (laughs) it's like no take it outside because if you leave it in here then i just have to throw it away you take that mouse out and you eat it. You eat that outside. <laughs> Venom, go eat that mouse outside. Yeah, take responsibility for what you've done. Um, I do also, like, uh, there's, um, there's definitely an extent to which Venom is sort of just like, ooh, edgy Spider-Man. Um, and there's a lot of, like, a lot of the times, his, uh, design is kind of a lot, uh, to look at, um, especially when he's d- drawn with, like, uh, like, seven billion extra muscles, which is, like, ugh, a lot of the time, and it's just, like, uh, and it's, like, he's got, like, all of these muscles, he's got, like, this big nasty tongue, he's, like, dripping, like, symbiote liquid it's like okay venom just like keep it together for a second god close your mouth if you closed your mouth you would probably stop drooling please venom and he's Um, like i can't close my mouth where would the tongue go (laughs) it's too big got this great big tongue and it can't be contained um it is all like it's a very kind of like uh like late 80s early 90s looking design um but that being said like uh the black and white and the the big nasty teeth are like very cool like iconic elements and um i do love uh the concept of venom um like i'm not super into like oh like uh He's, like, he has, like, Spider-Man powers, but he's, you know, edgy, and he, uh, beats the shit out of criminals, he doesn't care what anybody thinks. That part I'm whatever on. Um, the, like, body-sharing soulmates part, I'm, like, so invested in. Yeah. Um, especially because, like, part of the thing is that, like, like, there's... Venom does, like, a lot of other stuff with people who, uh, are not Eddie. Um, he's, uh, uh, bound to the, uh, the, the Mac Gargan, the Scorpion, um, for a bit. Um, he is bound to, um, 
Flash Thompson um, in a series called Agent Venom, where um, it's like uh, the the gov- like Flash Thompson is like working for the government, and they like they're like, okay, we have the symbiote, um, but we're gonna keep it under control. Um, you're like only you can only use it for like uh, this many hours a day, so it like doesn't take control of your body. Um, but, like, no matter what happens, like, he and Eddie keep going back to each other. Sometimes they're, like, sometimes they're mad at each other. There's this whole thing where, like, Eddie has cancer, and, uh, like, Venom leaves, and then Eddie's cancer gets cured, and then he, uh, he, like, like, Venom tries to bind with him, and then his, like, uh, like, something weird happens with his white blood cells, and he creates a new symbiote called Anti-Venom. Um, normal I, stuff. I guess. I guess. I guess that's JPEG. Um, they get, like, uh, forcibly separated a whole bunch of times. Um, one point, like, Eddie's, like, uh, on his own and powerless, and he's, like, just, like, killing a bunch of other symbiotes, um, but they keep coming back to each other, and it's always, like, explicitly, like, no, Venom really cares about him. <laughs> like, this is Venom's whole thing, is that he's, like, very emotionally attached to this guy. I love it so much. It's so great. Um, it's, I mean, I, um, I love the 2018 Venom movie. Um, <laughs> I would not say it is a good movie. It's um, an enjoyable movie. It's a very, very fun movie. Um, I hope, um, I hope that someday someone can figure out how to, uh, to translate Venom into movie form in a way that's, like, no, well, it's always going to be a little bit ridiculous, um, but that's, like, not, like, the slapstick ridiculous of, uh, Spider-Man 3, um, and not the, like, very bizarre, like, tonal weirdness of 2018 Venom, which, again, I love. Um, it's very strange. Um, Look, sometimes you get an alien inside of you. And then you sit in a crab tank. You just just climb in, just climb into a lobster tank. Just hang out because of the alien. Could a uh, could a uh, could a uh, parasite make you climb a really really tall tree like super duper fast? My favorite thing in the world. Venom rules. It's a great movie. Um, <laughs> hey guys. Go watch Venom. Yeah. Um, it's also, like, one of those things where, like, uh, sort of, like, Dimple from Mob Psycho, um, if anyone picked up where I'm putting down, where, like, uh, when you have Venom around, um, it's very fun to have Venom, like, bonds to a character briefly, and then you can see, like, the cool Venomized version of, of that character. Um, like, he did it with, like, uh, like, Groot and Rocket and Drax at one point. He did it with, like, uh, Doc Ock. 
he did it to, uh, uh, there was briefly bound to, like, Carol Danvers, um. Look, everybody's been venomized. (laughs) Everybody, everybody gets to be venom. Um, sometimes he, uh, bonds to a lady, and then it's a sexy lady venom with, uh, boobies. Because that makes sense. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Um. Yeah, I um, I I do, I do have a fondness for Venom. Probably not in the way that most people intended to when they were initially writing Venom. But uh, yeah, you know. he's gonna be cool and he's gonna be big and scary and eat people. Yeah. Yeah. Or okay, but <laughs> but consider this: this is a body sharing love story. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, wait, wait, what? No, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> Back up. Too late! I'm driving the car. Although I think some authors have been all like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah no, there's definitely, like, plenty of people who who have leaned into it, um, which I love and appreciate. Um, do you, do you have, do you have any thoughts or anything else you want to talk about? No, I I've I've had volume 1 of the recent Venom run. I should have double checked who the creative team was <laughs> before we started recording. But I mean the the thing is I uh I haven't read it yet. <laughs> is the thing. Yes, the thing about it is the thing is, I have not read it yet. Um, the, the thing about comics is, sometimes you buy them, and you're like, now I have the comic. And then you're like, oh, I must read the comic. Okay, so... in my body. So it's uh, Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. Yeah. Which I first heard about their run after uh, the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Because... People were going on to Tumblr like, hold on a second, and they're like, oh no, honey, this has been in the comics already, like, look at this. And I kept seeing screenshots of, and I'm like, okay, well, which comic is this from? Oh, this is, this is the 2018 comic run. Maybe I'll uh, keep an eye out for that. (laughs) And my comic store had it, and I bought it, and it's been sitting on my shelf ever since. Someday. (laughs) One of these days. I did have the half-formed thought to read it before this episode, and then I forgot. <laughs> I've been reading more uh, naval historical fiction, so... Well, that's pretty good, too. Did you have any comics? Um, I do have some comics. Um, there are a few things uh, that came out this past week. Um, one of them is, uh, a new, uh, Mary Jane solo series. I think Mary Jane's first, uh, solo series. Um. Really? I believe so. I, like, at least her first ongoing one, um, um, by, uh, Leah Williams and, uh, Carlos Gomez, um, about uh her uh her career as an actor but also uh 
surprise, uh, some shenanigans are also happening. <laughs> um, and, uh, her and Peter are very cute in it. Um, I like it, and I love MJ, and I'm proud of her. Um, also, um, we talked about this, uh, a while ago when it was first announced, um, but, uh, this, uh, the Tim Seeley, uh, written series, uh, Money Shot had its first issue, um, this week, which is the, um, <laughs> the... You know the one, it's right there in the title. You know, it's right there in the title! It's about, um, a, um, a bunch of, uh, scientists, uh, who in order to fund their space exploration missions, uh... Create and sell porn films with aliens. I mean, it seems like a pretty good business model. Um, it is. I did, like, I skimmed the first issue. Um, I don't think I can stick with it. Like, the alternate version of me who has a, um, higher tolerance for horny content, like, is absolutely, like, fully subscribed to this 100%. Um... If this seems like the kind of thing you would like, I think you would really like it. Um, the characters are all, like, uh, very funny and charming. Um, they all have, like, different, like, like, thematically appropriate, like, porn names. Like, one of them is, like, Constance Plank. Um, one of them is, like, I want to be supermassive black hole. And they're like, but your, your real last name is Cox. And he's like, <laughs> I want to be super massive black hole. Um, it's like, it's no fun if it's just your name already. Exactly. Um, it, it, it's like, it's a very, it's a very funny concept. The first issue has a, uh, a very fun energy. Um, I'm very glad it exists in the world. Uh, people should go buy it. Because <laughs> I won't be able to read it. Um, but people should. Um, Olivia, when the trade comes out, I will do this for you, and then I will summarize events. Thank you. You're so brave. Um, a couple other things. <laughs> Maybe that... we could do that for a bonus episode. You I'll just, just tell me the plot summarize. of it. Yeah, thank I'll just you. Summarize money shot for you. Just do, do you know if a, a couple like fade to blacks in there. Um. And then some stuff happens. <laughs> you know. You know the stuff. Um, there's also um, a couple other things that I didn't get to pick up that I know came out this week. Um, Spider-Man Full Circle is like uh, a Spider-Man comic. I think they're I think they're going to keep doing them. This one was like like just like an extra size like single issue. Um, but it's, like, uh, like, a different, like, uh, like, writer-artist team, like, writes a few pages of the story and then, like, leaves it on a cliffhanger, and then another writer-artist team, uh, like, writes the next few pages of the story, um, which is a very cute idea. Um. It's, it's like, professional exquisite corpse. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it seems like everybody was having fun with it, which is good. Um, and also the, um, the, uh, Black Canary, uh, graphic novel, uh, Black Canary Ignite, which is part of, uh, DC's 
YA graphic novel initiative. Um, it is uh, written by uh, Meg Cabot, um, well-known uh, YA author, um, and uh, illustrated by uh, Kara McGee. I think they put out like uh, like an official like original song for it, uh, which is very cool. Um, okay. Yeah, so I haven't gotten to pick it up yet, but, uh, I am excited, because, uh, love, love me some Black Canary. Um, yes, I think, I think that's everything I had. Um, if you, uh, if you have anything you want to talk about with us, if you want to see what we're doing, um, you can find us online, uh, on all all the regular places. You've got Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. You can find those at Capes and Japes on whatever site you're looking on. Um, we have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we, uh, there, we have a Discord server that, uh, you can come join. Uh, we would love to have you. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to support us there. Um, you can get bonus episodes, uh, movie nights. You can pick what kinds of things we talk about. Um, if you can't do that, but you still uh, feel like you want to support us, uh, leaving a rating and a review is a great way to do that. Um, also, uh, letting your friends know about the show if you think they'd be interested in it. Um, and just, uh, coming back and listening, uh, just like you've done today. Um, so thank you for joining us for Capes and Japes today. Thank you for being part of Villaintober with us. Um, I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, how did we not just talk a bunch about the Venom fucky tongue shit? <laughs> Also, how did I not bring up that time that Clint got uh, kidnapped by Norman Osborn and Venom was there? <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Please don't kiss me with your fucky tongue, sexy Venom. <laughs> <laughs>